Authentic Awesomeness with Nathan Kettler. Hello, welcome to Build a Bootcamp, a podcast for aspiring entrepreneurs who are frustrated with their jobs. You can join us and learn how to build and scale your own business. Now, during each episode, I will introduce a topic that relates to business or entrepreneurship and whether or not it's myself or more than often a very special guest. Today, we have Nate. The information will be valuable in building and scaling your own business. We will get started right after this. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> I'm over here on IG Live. Listen, I'm not used to using multiple things, but I'm excited, man. You this you got really me inspired good. by the way you're doing it. Yeah, thank you so much, man. And a matter of fact, uh, this is going to be a great conversation, man. I want to give you a proper introduction, Nathan. All right, so today we're talking about authentic awesome. Matter of fact, uh, the periodic table of authentic awesome. All right, and we'll talk a little bit about marketing and things of that nature. But uh, Nate and I actually connected on Clubhouse. Right now, we are live on Clubhouse. We're also live on Facebook, Instagram. Because uh, uh, you're on Instagram, we've got my Facebook group, Podcasting for Biz Builders. By the way, guys, if you get any value out of this information, before we get started, I want you to share this podcast with three of your close friends that are entrepreneurial-minded. And be sure to rate and review on Spotify and Apple. So Nate and I connected on Clubhouse. He has a passion for helping people find their most authentic self. Uh, very, very passionate about that. Became obsessed with helping people. And, and, you know, when you start seeing the benefits of mentoring people, right, uh, that that look in their eyes when they kind of figure it out, uh, Nate's that guy, right? So uh, he's the he's the uh, the leading advocate of awesomeness, <laughs> of awesome, you know what I'm saying? So I want to give you that introduction. We'll, we'll kind of get more into uh, your, your work background. Briefly, uh, before we go into everything, Tell me a little bit about the industry that you work in, and then we'll and then we'll, we'll we'll back up. In the industries that I work in, yeah, yeah. So with the with the AOA, right? I'm here to help anybody who helps people level up in life and business, right? If you help people level up physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, relationship, I want to help you get your gift out in front of in front of the people that need it the most. And so that's that's where I'm at. Those are the people that I, that I love to serve. I've been in several different industries, but those are the people that I love to serve and that I'm passionate about serving right now. Yeah, but I was I was saying though because uh, you mentioned um, that marketing is is one of those things where it comes like connecting with people can you speak to your philosophy when it comes to to connecting with new people and networking and and and, and as it relates to the aoa um say that again because what do you mean like my philosophy i'm sorry i'm say try that one again yeah yeah i mean like what 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 is what is the thing that's that's like making you want to connect with all these different people you know yeah, saying? let me. All right, that's cool. I, I'll give you, I'll give you the, the the short story version of this. So, okay. back in 2012, we went to a beach trip. Right, we we went to Mexico Beach and we had to borrow a car that had a tape player in it. Like I don't know what the odds of being in a car with a tape player are, but I was like, we need something to listen to. So I went to Goodwill and I found this tape series called The Psychology of Achievement by Brian Tracy. If you know it, you know it's awesome. If you don't, like it's epic. But at the time, right, I had a, a fixed mindset and I just kind of believed like you were who you were, who you were going to be. And that's it. And um, and I went through on the way home. We, we put in this tape and over six, eight hours. It was like story after story, experience after experience, explaining that success is a skill, not something that you're born with, but something you can acquire. And I just hadn't heard it like that before. And it it unlocked so many different things in my mind. It unlocked my growth mindset. And as I looked back. Uh, several years later, like from that point, a lot like like before this, like things weren't going great. But at the, at this time, after about a year after that, I look back, I'd lost 75 pounds. I quit smoking. I quit eating fast food. My relationships were better. My money was getting better. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like my wow. life is dramatically different. And I can market to that point, that trip, that thing. And I was like, yo, this thing was put on tapes. Like, how old is this program? You know what I mean? And so I went right. back and I looked and this thing was built. It was made in 1984 when I was six years old. But I didn't discover it until 2012 when I was 33. And I got to thinking like, oh, my God, 
You know, what if I discovered this 5, 10, 15, 20 years earlier? Who would I be able to be knowing what I now know? And that's when I realized, like, oh, my God, there's there's these people on one hand that have a product or service that has the power to transform someone's life. And on the other hand, there's these people that need that thing. They may not even know they need that thing. They may not even know it's possible. But these people aren't connecting, right? And so it's a tragedy to me. And I'm realizing, like, I was stuck suffering for so long. And, and you you know, we'll talk about how I got into marketing. But when I realized this, I was like, yo, I need to take everything I do, everything I know about marketing, about moving people to massive action and help these people to have their get their gift out in front of the people that need it the most. Because, man, there's people locked up and they don't even know it. That's that's where it comes from. That's where the passion you actually, comes from, my friend. I may not have phrased my, my, my question properly, but that was what I was trying to get at. You know what I'm saying? Um, and now, let me ask you a question about these people, because when people when you're when you're working with, with individuals what do you think are some of the common struggles they have like intern is it, is it an internal struggle that they're not seeing like what are people not seeing when they're when they're looking at their messaging and their marketing so it's it's a couple different things number one it's you can't see the picture from inside the frame right so you're okay. so you're trying to you're sitting there or i say you're the superhero of your own movie but you're so busy acting like it you know what I'm saying? You're so busy acting out the part that you can't see the superhero that you really are. It takes you 50 takes to get it right. So you don't give value on the time you got it right. So sometimes people are just looking at their story from the inside and they're seeing that they're see, they don't see the superhero in their story that the market needs to be that they need to be. That's the that's one challenge. The other challenge is, you know, looking at a blank cursor and being like, I'm, I don't even know like what to say. And then um, I also know you're, you're like there's this. Some people, you hear one of those stories of somebody overcoming all these crazy challenges and obstacles, and you're like, damn, that person's amazing. I haven't been through all that shit. You know what I mean? My life's kind of normal. Do I even have anything to offer? And I've seen that be an issue. But really, you know, so when I say, I like to help people step into their story. That's learning how to tell it. That's learning what it can mean to you, right? Because every... you. Our life, our beliefs are 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 this because of the stories we tell ourselves. So as we learn to edit out those 49 clips that didn't work and we learn to focus on what we do that has maximum value, we start to step into our story more and more. And that's like I love that too, right? Because the more you step into your story, the more you step into your potential and the higher your potential becomes and the more you can do. So it's it's many fold as far as why it's challenging to tell your own story. Well, let's back up though, because I mean, there was a point where you probably struggled with this too. Could you mind you mind you mind sharing what that was like early on? Before you know, say what was what was Nate like before you kind of got into this space and understanding that epiphany that you needed to be able to share your story. Man, you know, and that's what's funny is I still struggle with it, right? Like, I'm a natural at telling other people's stories. I went to sleepaway camp when I was seven. I went to boarding school. I've been telling other people's stories my whole entire life. But so I know what parts of stories hit. I know how they how to tell a story so so the people around you react. But telling my own story has been a challenge. You remember we did this podcast before and I went to ranting and rambling because it's hard to hone down the points that that are made. And so, you know, I got to be honest with you, I'm putting together a whole bunch of training on all these 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 concepts of these step into your story concepts that I've had. And as I go in, I'm like, man, I, I really need to hone down my story for this industry. In the decorative concrete space that I've been in for 20 years, I got my marketing bits and skits honed down and perfect, right? And, and I know exactly what to say, when to say, if I got 30 seconds, if I got two minutes. But in each industry, in each space that you're in, or each point that you want to make, you, you you need to figure out like the right story and how to hone it down. So so man, it was it's it's a struggle. That makes a lot been of a sense. struggle. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Well, because it's easier to tell stories as because for example, if I tell you the story of my military career, right? That's an easy story for me to tell because I struggled and I got to a certain point, started getting promotions and starting to get recognized. If I tell you my personal story. That's what you're talking about, I think, is what I'm hearing, is that when you start getting very, very personal and like, what are some really, really personal things, that's where things can get very difficult. So the framework is there, but I was just talking to somebody about this also, and I think that when it comes to storytelling, especially when it comes to very personal storytelling, the person needs to be ready to share certain aspects of where they're coming from. They may not have gotten to the point where they're ready to actually share that stuff publicly, right? But mm -hmm. the framework... Uh, Let's talk about business and, and marketing for your business. Like you, like you said, 
if you look at how the business started out, you could say, okay, well, let me craft like the backstory, some of the internal struggles we had with the company, some of the external companies we had with the company. That's easier in that in that industry. But say you want to become a public speaker. Well, now all those all those easy things shift to you. <laughs> what did you struggle with internally? What did you right? So so you know, there's something I like to say. You know, you you may have heard the term that nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. But I, I as like I heard that and I was like, that makes sense. And then one day I was going through and I was like, oh, but how do you, you know, it's like, how do you get them? to know how much you care. And this is it. Nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And nobody nobody uh, knows how much you care until they know why you care. And so that's where those personal stories come in. Even if you're in business, right? It's, it's if I understand why the salesperson, why, this, why they created this thing, why they're selling this thing, why they promote this, if I understand the why behind it, it becomes a lot easier to understand and, and connect to the value. So I don't care if it's business or personal, you need to be telling those personal stories, maybe not all the personal details, right? And so we'll talk about the 4-H story scope, right? Like how to, how to hone in on the right things to say, right? A right. little framework that makes it super simple but but um but that's the thing is really communicating uh your why your thing behind or the why you created the product why all those and so yeah i love that i love that so let's back up i mean because you talked about the periodic table of authentic awesome could you speak to that because that really intrigued me i was very curious about that so man the, the the periodic table is is one of the coolest things that just kind of came to me through this work of trying to help people step in so i don't know if you've ever felt like you're not enough if you've ever felt like man like just been in a dark place in the world and wonder where your value is what your value is well i found myself in that spot at one point right and and I was trying to figure out like where like if i haven't achieved the things i want to achieve if i haven't done the things i want to do where's my value and for whatever reason, it just hit me right then that you maybe you've heard that, uh, you know, the odds of you ever being born are like one in 400 trillion. Right. And, and they're saying it's even more more than that. So you are a miracle. You are value. And it just it landed with me right then. that Like, well, the fact that I'm still here, the fact that I've had all these opportunities, like I'm here for something. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm here for something. Right. And then there's a second part of that. Right you have lived a life that no one else in the history of ever has ever lived before, right? Even if you were Amen. born an identical twin with the same genetic makeup, one of you came out first, one of you had a different, right? From the moment you're born, you have unique experiences. And, the, and so that uniqueness and that value that you inherently have, that's your unique value. I call that your authentic, awesome, right? And, and there's all these elements of your life, right? That your stories, your I experiences, your I love this analogy, by the way. Go ahead, go ahead. I love this analogy. Your story, your story. I mean to cut you off, but I love the analogy of the periodic table, the elements. Oh, it's getting better. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. Go ahead, go ahead. Break it down, brother. It's going to get even better. So, because check it out. You, you have all these elements of yourself that you've put together throughout your life, your skills, your experiences, your stories, your failures, right? Your, your hangups, they all, they all become a part of it. And so let's talk about elements, right? So we got this, what I call a periodic table of authentic awesome, this collection of your elements of the things that you've learned and acquired in this life. Well, when we look at the, the periodic table, there's, there's elements on it, right? And so let's talk about the atoms of oxygen and hydrogen. If you take an oxygen and two hydrogen and put H2O, yeah, and put them together, sorry, not very sciencey, <laughs> but if you put them together, you get water, right? But but the two, the three elements, the three atoms exist. They still exist, but they come together on a higher plane to form water, something new and something. And then if you add a carbon to that, it becomes something else. Like Right. I'm not very sciencey, but you know, if you it's add car if you add different carbons and different hydrogen and oxygen, you get different kinds of carbohydrates, right? Things that, that fuel us, that, that give us the energy yeah. we need. And so the thing is, is every time you add an element or subtract an element, the thing that it combines changes. And if you combine many molecules together, you get a cell. Like these are the building blocks of everything that's possible, right? So, so as I thought about that and I'm like, man, you know, do I have value? Am I valuable? And it's like, not only am I valuable, but I've got this whole chart. I've got all these things that I can bring to bear on, to, to, to create value, right? Because when I got that, that growth mindset un, you know, unlocked for me, I realized it's, you don't find who you are. You create who you are. You understand? Because wow. 
You you see, and so if you're because I spent years trying to find who I am, and then it's like, no, 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 you gotta you gotta add the skills, you gotta take away the the negatives, you gotta take that out of this element to to expand it and make it better, right? And so when we think about that, when we think about our periodic table element, we can actually construct. I said you're the superhero of your own story. This is how you construct the superpower, right? This is how you know what to bear on each situation. So as a parent, you're going to bring different elements to the table than you are in a boardroom discussion. You're going to bring different elements when you're out there fixing a ship and trying to make sure that everybody's doing their part, right? You're a leader out there. And if, if, if your people under you, you know, LJ, if they if they fuck up, sorry, if they screw up, right? It's cool. gonna impact lives down the road. So you gotta come on and you gotta be a certain type of way that might be different in another space. And so Amen. understanding that we are different people, but in different areas, but we're in control of what we bring to bear for and to that situation. And that's the power of the periodic table of authentic awesome is to create your own superpowers and actually to innovate yourself on demand. Right. And your business has the same thing. Your business has different elements, has different people that are involved. You have different products and assets. And so, you know, we what can you bring to bear to solve a problem for your client, for your target market? Right. This periodic table goes both for personal and professional, but it's literally my methodology on how you can innovate on demand. I love that. And by the way, we're live on Clubhouse. I have I have a few people uh, that would like to ask you a question, Mr. Nate. So uh, we've got Samantha on stage. Samantha, welcome to uh, welcome to Build a Bootcamp podcast. Uh, if you have a quick question or a comment so far, you've been in here for <laughs> quite a while. So, yeah, the floor is yours, please. Blessings, blessings. I agree totally. And when you brought up the periodic table, I just want to say I am in total alignment Before I transitioned last year, I was addicted to Big Bang Theory, which is a show that I just love to death. But the way that I view it is not the way that most people view the the show. I viewed it in a sense of what Nathan, I believe that was Nathan speaking. Yes, Yes, absolutely. In the manifestation of what he said is that it takes a deeper look than just that periodical periodic table, but now you must apply that periodic table to how you strategize and calculate your movements and things that you do in life. I just was in awe. I just was waiting to hear more from Nathan because I totally aligned. I was making myself a hot sausage. I've been up since five, so I had to eat something. (laughs) I I know I want to say something else, but Nathan, I definitely align with what you're saying, and I'm just excited to hear more. Oh, oh yeah. My gosh. Thank you so much for that. Like that, that means the world to me, right? Because sometimes we have these messages, we have these things and we're afraid to put them out there and we don't understand the value they can have for other people. I've been honing the periodic table. I got another one, the castle critical doubt. I got some analogies, some marketing bits yeah. and skits that right. are powerful, but, but you don't always know when they're landing. And so that means the world to me. Thank you for sharing that. That's why this, this app clubhouse is so powerful because I, I, I really wanted to use it to give us feedback because sometimes you feel like you're speaking to a vacuum. You know what I mean? And what this has done for me personally is I'm able to put out concepts that I, like you said, I, oh, this sounds kind of stupid to me. Um, but you don't know, like the, let the market decide, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times we, our genius is left on the cutting room floor because we don't let somebody else go out there and take a look at it. And that, that concept, because first of all, from a marketing perspective, the periodic table of authentic awesome. Let's break that down because you broke down a couple of things for me as far as titles, right? Remember we were in a room and I was giving you certain titles of rooms that I wanted to do or uh, podcasting rooms. When you when you're crafting when you're crafting a, a concept, could you speak to some of the processes that you go through before you? Are you okay answering the question? Like some of the processes you go through when you're crafting some of these concepts. You know. Um... I wish I had it honed down to tell you, like, specifically. I actually, when it comes to the Castle of Critical Doubt, I came across a document that I wrote in 2015 where I uncovered for myself the concept of critical doubt the, the the internal and, and external psychological defenses that people put up, right? And I was like, man, you know, like this, 
And then it evolved into what I call the castle of critical doubt. The periodic table became when I learned about, um, about holons and partons, when I learned about, and I was looking at how cells go together. And it, and then later on, for me, it's like at some point something clicks and you go, oh my gosh, that's it. And it's really, but then, and, and but I, you know, what's funny about naming things is yeah. until something has a good name, I'm not, I'm not bought in. Like I like I'm a very because I'm I'm wordy and I'm that that I need to know, what, you know how how it's named. Then once it's named, then like, okay, it let becomes, me say this. Go ahead. Creativity loves constraints, and so mm -hmm. if you when when your teacher said, "Hey, write a story, write a write a story in anything," you were like, blah, 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 "I don't even know what to write on." You know what I mean? If they were like, "Write a creative story on this, this, or this," you were like, "Okay, cool, I can do that." And so, so you have these ideas floating around. If you can pair it with something else that kind of constrains it, that's when creativity really comes. So it's when I paired this, this castle critical doubt with an analogy that everybody knows. And I'm always looking when you have a concept, when you have an idea that you want to share, what are the stories, metaphors, analogies, and parables you can use to help somebody understand it, right? We when whenever somebody tells us something we compare it to oh that's like this like that's just what our brain does that we we have beliefs that were formed when we were children and everything's going through these different filters of what we already say so and i'll tell you this is two important points out of this is nobody really understands or hears something the first time they hear it that's just planting the seed then you need to water it because it's like oh, i'm not sure if i believe that right and then later on as you water that seed it's it's able to sprout and so I think that's that's super important, and then I think all you know. I was the other point's not as important, so let's just stop there. Is that is is in understanding, looking at your your metaphors, your analogies. How can you combine this? Um, Les Brown says never make a point without telling a story, and never tell a story without making a point. But a parable, an analogy, a metaphor are other forms of stories. They connect the dots and make pictures in our head. So, and and I I will tell you that I actively this is a great tip for anybody out there i actively practice creativity so the way that you do that is you look at two things that don't seem to have anything in common and you say what's similar about them so we got this little thing down here that's sticking out part of my tripod right what's right. similar to this and this curtain behind me like I don't even know. Well, they're both textured. They both they both have have bumps in them. I can move both of them. I, you know, as I go on more, I could find more connections between things that don't seem to be connected. So I've been doing this for a couple of years, and and that's I think another where where like when that I use creativity so that I can find that story, so that I can find that metaphor when it comes up. So that's my that's my like over the years process because some of the best ones they don't just they do when they come, they come, but they've been marinating for a while. They've been I love what you said there. And that was something that I I, I haven't had it down to but creativity likes uh, loves constraints. And it, it's just like um, a creative person. I I've put certain rules on the podcast so that I can I can build within the constraints of the rules. So, like for example, I make sure that there's certain topics of discussion, certain things that I want to have covered, but I also want to have a certain um, flow to the show because I have to stay within those constraints. Like, like you said, a lot of creative people, and this is a really good, uh, we got a comment here on Facebook said like, that's really good. So what you just said, uh, I can't catch the name because it's not on my, uh, my screen here, but uh, they said, yeah, that's good. A lot of creative people, and I've noticed this with entrepreneurs, there's like artists, are, are um, people that are very are, are artistic and they, and they want to like create if you don't give them a constraint they become kind of like add with it right it's like all over the place <laughs> and i found yeah me too i found that the people that are the hardest clients for me to work with are the ones that don't want to admit that that's a problem mm. meaning like i say to them i say hey look uh Okay, well, LJ, I do all these things. I do this, I do that, blah, 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 blah. and I say, yeah, but you're you're going to confuse people. We need to simplify this. Simplify to multiply. So, I don't mean to interrupt, but but you know, and you no, are correct. Please. You need to you need to simplify and maybe niche down. And then there's some of us 
who have all these different things and it's hard to niche down. That's where the periodic table comes into play. Bingo. How can you take these three different things that seem totally different creativity? How can you combine them into the thing that only you can do? You understand? Because mm. you've got these skills, you've got these, you are unique value. Your authentic awesome is the gift to the world. And so all these different things that are pulling you in different directions, if you can figure out a way to combine them into one thing that comes together like a water molecule, right? If you can combine them into one thing, that becomes a superpower. That becomes something that nobody else even understands how to do because it's a combination of your things. So I, you're right. And it's it's the hardest thing. If I need to do one and then the other and then the other and then the... Okay, but if they and if they don't, if three of them fit and the fourth one doesn't, put the fourth one to the side for a minute. You just created something. So I, I love what you're I'm saying. Sure. But that's my methodology of how to yeah. address that. It, it's tough too because I hear what you're saying. Like, I get frustrated when somebody like when, initially when I first got to be like, just do the one thing. For example, right, I was at an event. And it was an event where I woke up at like three in the morning. I wanted to make sure I had a really good seat. I was also DJing for the event. So I got there early, got the music set up. I, I sat, I, I, I was in the room. Matter of fact, this is some, some visualizations. Before I started public speaking, I would go to events that I knew, like I was there while the cleaning crew was still cleaning. I got there so early and I would go on the stage and I would just do a speech to nobody. But I'd be like, mm. it'd be like a huge stage, huge stage. And I see myself speaking to the crowd right and uh and i would do this at events i try to sneak in early hey man can I, can I get in early and i would try to get there super early but anyhow i did that at this at this particular event and i was there for hours it was a like, three-day you know workshop or whatever right seminar and one thing the guy said he's like simplify uh your life simplify your life and um what i got from that and i have a text message that sends me every day that says that to me right and what I got from that is like you just said, you, you mentioned the periodic table, like the elements. So let me see if I can amplify what you're talking about, because the way I'm internalizing this right in Please. my life, there's different elements of your life. You have your health, your wealth and your finances. Right. And these are orbs. Right. And they're coming together. Right. If you can do something that focuses on in and amplifies all three, you're winning. And that, the reason why I love what your analogy is, because he was saying he's like, when I when he sat down and really because he's one of the biggest guys in, 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 at the company that I work with, right? He was saying he's like, dude, when he sat down and said, "What is the what are some like one thing like what's one thing I can do that's going to help my health, my wealth, and my finances?" So, mm. and he and and he does those things and and eliminates everything else. And mm. so, for example, right when uh when I got into uh I work in uh in marketing uh financial services, right? So. I was like, well, all right, so what's the one thing? So my relationship. So Sundays, we go for walks, right? We go for a walk out at like different um, like parks or recreational stuff, right? So my health is getting taken care of, right? We're going for a walk. I'm with my significant other. My relationship, health, wealth, mm -hmm. and relationships. My, my relationships are being taken care of. And then I may bump into somebody that I could collaborate with on a project, mm -hmm. right? So I'm there with my lady. I'm, I'm healthy. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still able to conduct business. In a, in a, in a, and so now... I'm looking at ways to where everything I'm doing, like, for example, with my health, I scheduled my podcast specifically on Saturday mornings because then I don't go out and drink all night on Friday night. Mm, I, right? That's good. It prevents me. It prevents me from I mean, I might I might go have a cocktail. I'm an adult, but I'm not going to get blasted. Right. It prevents me from making those kind of mistakes. Go ahead. So go. that just reminded me because because, you know, something that comes up in in. The AOA that's come up several times is as entrepreneurs, as passion driven people that are trying to like get our mission out to the world, we don't have weekends. Right. We, we don't have we're going to we're going to be every chance we have. We're going to be trying to do the thing that we do. And so we need to set boundaries. If you don't have weekends, you need to set boundaries. And so, you know, boundaries around what you want to do so that you are going on those walks so that you are spending time with your relationship. Because sometimes, I mean, me personally, if I get in on one of these concepts, if it starts flowing, like don't talk to me, don't whatever, but I need to and I need time for that but then I need time for the other things. And so we say, as we went through and had this discussion, it turned out to three things that really help you set your boundaries, right? Is understanding 
who you are, what makes you operate at your highest and best, what food, what people, what exercise, what things, right? You want to have a drink, but I don't want to, you don't want to be hung over. So, so knowing how do you operate at your highest and best? And then once you have that, then you establish non-negotiables around those things. Which things are you, can you put non-negotiables, right? So, you know, in my decorative concrete business, you can't actually call me on the phone. You got to schedule an appointment because, I, and, and for everything I do, you, you, if you have my phone number, you can text me. You're not going to be able to call me because if I'm deep in thought about something, that's a boundary I've set that nobody can interrupt me at that time. That's a non-negotiable, but I have to have things in place around that to create that boundary without it damaging my life. So knowing how you operate your highest and best and then setting non-negotiables and then structuring step three is structuring those boundaries in a way that allows you to do that. That's not hurting the people you love. That's not damaging your business. Right? So, because, because, you know, so really thinking about those three things, what, what helps you operate at your highest and best? right? And then which of those can you set non-negotiables? This is how it is. And then how do you communicate those boundaries to the people that you care about, the people you're trying to serve, because you don't want to let them down. That's that's why you, you have all these, these things you're doing in the first place. So if you don't have weekends, remember to set boundaries. I love that. As a matter of fact, let's, let's, let's back up to one of the points you just made there, because I really want to foot stomp this one. When when you don't have boundaries and anybody has your time, you actually are less effective. Um, people disrespect your time. Um, as a matter of fact, it was funny because even with the podcast, right? Like I, I, I have it very. Also, you're saving. By the way, I've learned I'm saving you time as a client by saying, hey, look, hey, Nate, Nate I, I do the podcast on Saturday mornings. Now, you know, and I know. It's not, and it, does that offend you at all, Nate? At all? Does it? No, no right? No. But because when I first started, I was just scheduling them out whenever the person was, hey, when are you available? I don't even ask that question anymore because it's not relevant. It doesn't fit into my schedule. And then I've had people tell me, this is the thing, this is a real key point. I had somebody tell me, hey, I noticed your podcast is only, now, I, I, again, I'm not a complete asshole. I do make exceptions. I have a guest that is in Hawaii and and I was like, hey, she's like, hey, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on the, she, she works for the news. So she's going to be on the news at that time. She was going to still try to do the show right after she got off work. I was like, no, well, that's okay. So mm-hmm. I pushed that out. It's a legit reason, right? I just had somebody say, hey, look, I didn't want to wake up. I was, li- my, my boundaries are so that such that she's like, hey, I can't wake up that early. I'm like, well, I've had a guest wake up at 430 be on the podcast. So <laughs> it is what it is. Like if you're, if you're serious about your business and you want to promote it on my show and, and connect with new people. That's up for you to decide. And if if the time doesn't work, it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Uh, there's no animosity there. And, and and you know, and it, it like you say, it depends on the person how excited you are, right? Like you when it's your boundaries, you right. are allowed to move them. You you know, you don't have to be rigid in anything you do, right? I I think that's a big thing, right? We get rigid, we get habitual in the things we do, and there's power in that habit, and there's power in that ritual. And so I'm not saying not to do that. I'm saying, in fact, increase what your habitual and ritual about. But understand what are you willing to break these habits and rituals for, right? Because if you have a clear identity of that, you know, uh, one of my friends, Chris, helps ADHD people uh, build, like, find lasting relationships. And she says, make a list of 70 things you want in in a in a partner if you did that same thing with your business make a list of 70 things you want right or or for your interview guests make a list of 70 things you want if somebody's got 25 of them like you want them on there you know what i'm saying but but if somebody's got if somebody's got 69 of them you're gonna be like look i'll make whatever time works for you work you know what i'm saying like right. if, if joe rogan was like i'm gonna come on your podcast for a minute you'd be like whenever it works for you because you know that's right. gonna blow up your thing right so so understanding having clarity about what your goals are where you want to go and how that fits into who you are and how you operate your highest and best will help you understand when to shift those boundaries those habits and those rituals i love that i love that um man this is this is a really good interview and by the way guys if you've gotten any value if you haven't got any value out of this, you're crazy <laughs> and uh <laughs> so yeah like i said before share this podcast with three of your uh, close friends that are entrepreneurial minded um and um, by the way if you've listened to it this far, take a moment. Um, again, this is for the replay. 
uh, rate and review the show on Apple on pod, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That definitely helps with the algorithm. It helps uh, get this this content in front of more people that need this information. Um, so let's let's jump back into it. Listen, I want to ask you some questions. I got some I got some stuff here that I want to. Have you got some stuff? But if if we got three to five minutes at some point, I do want to share the castle of critical doubt. Why it's so hard to help people even when they really want the help. So that's okay. going to be valuable to anybody. We're going to get to that. We we're going to get to that because what I want to do is, if you guys are listening, you, we're not going to cover it just yet. You got to keep. You got to stay tuned yeah. for the castle of critical doubt. So I want to ask you, um, what was the what was the epiphany moment in your business? Meaning, like, what was the moment in your business where things started to really seem like they started to click? Maybe maybe it was the creating the boundaries. Maybe it was getting the messaging right. What was the thing where you were like, all right, I, I've got some traction here in my business. Um, you know, it, it wasn't even the moment that I got traction. It's the moment I decided to keep going, even if I don't have traction, you feel me? Like, like that's, that's when it changed is, is, you know, um, and then, and just committing and saying, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what's fulfilling my purpose. That's when everything, that's when everything tra transitioned. Because if I focus on like the outcomes of what I'm trying to get, then when, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's hard when you see five people like something to, to, you know, have the motivation to keep going. So for because me, the, the traction started when I decided to dig in, you know what I'm saying? And, and create my own traction. Okay, I don't follow, follow answer, but... yeah, no, no, great, great, great answer. Matter of fact, follow question, uh, question to that. When you made that decision, when, when you, when you saw conflicts moving forward after that decision, how did you tackle those conflicts? After you mm. made a decision, did it change the way you approached conflict in your business? So that's a good question. Um, trying to think about some of the, it did, it did in knowing that, um, you know, knowing that, so I, I was going in one direction and, and, and I knew where I wanted to go. And then there was, there was some friction. There was some things pushing it into another direction. And I was for a while willing to go in that other direction because I was like, that might make us more money. That might, you know, help us grow faster. But it was really taking me away from what the AOA is supposed to be about. You know what I mean? And and as I as I was settled in and was like, why am I really doing this? Is I reserve really holding down on my marketing bits, on my my understanding, my story of why I'm doing this. And I remembered and I got super deep on that why I went five, seven levels deep. I was like, nah, there is no conflict. There is no pulling me off direction. This is where I'm supposed to go. I'm falling in love with the journey. Fuck the destination. I'm in love with the journey. And I'm and these are the steps I need to take. So once I did that, once it was, you know, once I, I started stepping into that and, and stepping into my why, then it doesn't matter because the conflict is just a test at that point to see if you're really serious about the thing that you want. Have you ever have you ever noticed that like when you sit down with a great idea and you go to you go to work on it, you get this massive momentum at first and then everything comes out the woodwork to try and test you. I, I feel like that's the universe being like, look, I'm going to rewrite the stars for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going a, I'm to a change future for you, but I need to make sure you're serious about this shit. Are you ready to fill the hole in the universe that only you can fill? Are you ready to step into this thing? And and, that's, and it's just like this, this test. And so I, for me, that's when it's like, that's what I did is I started recognizing those conflicts as tests to see if I'm really serious and if I really love what I do. And every time you pass the test, a new, a new thing opens up, right? A new opportunity blossoms. And so, man, that's, that's that's how I deal with with, with conflict before, now is is it's a test to see how serious I am and how passionate how much I love what I do and how much I really want to help people the way I help them. And before I forget, you mentioned the AOA a couple of times. Let's make sure we we foot stomp that. So what is the AOA and how can people get in touch with you and, and learn more about the AOA? Oh man, so you know it's funny because you you helped me with a couple different definitions of AOA from the military, right? A angle of approach, angle of attack. There's there's different things that that mean the AOA. I am the advocate of awesome. I'm the world's leading professional advocate of awesome. Why? Because I created that. I invented that, <laughs> right? But the AOA community is the alchemy of awesome. How to turn your gifts into gold so that you have more to give to the people you love, the people you serve, and the causes you care most about. Because if we all do that, 
right? The universe becomes, existence as a whole becomes a better place to be. And so that's the alchemy of awesome. That's the, the AOA. And the AOA Grow Squad, right, is here to be the support you need to be the superhero that everyone else needs you to be, right? You know, you, you ever you ever realized, um, so this is something that that you'll you'll recognize when I say it, and it's not their fault. So I'm gonna start with that. But friends and family have a harder time with you leveling up than anybody else in your life, right? And it's not their fault. But what happens is as you evolve, as you level up, the things that used to work to control you, manipulate you, no longer work. And as people, we are constantly manipulating the situation around us to be most comfortable ourselves and get the things that we're doing subconsciously, we don't know it. But as people around you change and that doesn't work anymore, you're uncomfortable. Everyone's uncomfortable with change, but it's somebody else's change forced upon you that you don't want. And so you sit there and you go, and, and unconsciously we try and pull those people back down, not to our comfort zone. And unfortunately, that's also their comfort zone. So it can be very easy to be pulled back in. And so in understanding that and understanding that people that love you want you to level up and once you level up, you can reach down, pull them up with you and they'll level up too. But you can't rely on them while you're leveling up because as you go to pull them up, they're going to pull you down. So the AOA Grow Squad, right, is here to, to support you in that. We we don't have any vested interest other than you being your the next level of your highest investment best self right and so that's what the, and then and then on the other side of that like my my mission i got a lot of people that bring their value to the aoa to, to help you do that and then me i'm about helping you step into your story so that those those people that try and hold you down they can't it just they can't once you step into your story you own who you are there's no there's no holding you back so that's what the aoa is about it means many things and for you know one of the things i like to say is you can't be told what the aoa is you have to experience it for yourself and and this is a taste of it but when you when you experience it you'll understand what it's like to have an authentic support squad that's the aoa hold on i love that matter of fact if you don't mind brother i'm going to be pulling up the AOA.center website to kind of show it to our audience. So uh, let me go ahead and get this pulled up for you guys. Uh, Nate, uh, by the way, uh, we're still live on Clubhouse. Does anybody on Clubhouse have any questions? Samantha, Candice, uh, feel free to ask a question. I saw you come off mic a minute ago, Samantha. So the floor is open while I pull up the website. Blessings. So for Nathan, I totally agree with what you're saying. And in my 42 years of existence, I have not come up with the correct algorithm to work that out. So I was dying to just, um, I guess, see the information LJ is about to uh, post up so that I can join your efforts and be a part of this alchemist of awesomeness. I think that is brilliant. And I, I just really resonated with the family and friends and feeling, I guess I would label it as outcasted once you begin to level up. But I totally felt the juju of understanding that once you do level up, you need to be in basically the alchemist of awesome. So I'm just waiting to see it come. Blessings to you. Continue blessing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and I'll tell you the, the this the AOA Center is in a serious growth phase. I'm I got all kinds of trainings that we're adding. We're gonna have a library of trainings. This was just kind of a landing page. So I'll tell you um the best place that that brings you to a, a community center where we do some events right now, the best way to engage with us is Monday, Wednesday and Friday on Clubhouse at 10 a.m. Eastern. We're there sharing stories, sharing support and everything else. And like I said, we're building out a, a AOA Grow Squad community where we can spend more time, get a little bit deeper on things. But, man, we are here serving and trying to help people every day. So I'd love to see you at either place. The AOA Center, like I said, in the next two weeks is going to be even a totally different thing with all kinds of, of um, trainings, uh, you know, many for free, just because I've got a ton of stuff that I want to get out there that I'm just tired of sitting on um, because it can help you. So it's going to be it's going to be epic. Well, thank you so much, Sam. I appreciate that. And if you guys are live on the, if, if you guys haven't done so already, join the Facebook group uh, in Clubhouse. Uh, you can back channel me. I will send you a link to the Facebook group so you can check out this. Also, if you follow me on LinkedIn, you also get notified whenever I go live on the podcast. You get the actual live updates on LinkedIn as well. So, uh, Nate, let's crack back into this. Let me ask you some questions, brother. Let me ask you some questions because 
Uh, we're going to get to it. What, 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 what are they waiting on, Nate? What, what, what are we going to talk about? The castle of critical doubt. How to help people. Why it's so hard to help people even when they actually want the help. All right. So before we get into that, again, guys, if you're getting any value out of this podcast, Build a Bootcamp podcast, share it with three of your close personal friends that are entrepreneurial minded. They don't have to have a business yet, by the way. This is actually targeted people that we're not going like actually, you know, it's so funny, right? I feel like sometimes we go super deep on some of these conversations because I want to respect the intelligence of my audience. So if, if if some of the concepts seem like they're kind of going over your head, just stick with it. You know what I'm saying? Stick with it. It'll start making sense long, uh, down the road. And I think that that's the whole purpose of this podcast. So you guys can revisit these conversations over and over and kind of like take notes and, and connect with some of the people on the podcast. I'm very... I'm very cognizant of who I have on my show. So anybody you've had, you've heard on my podcast, reach out to these people for real. Tell them that you heard them on the show. Reach out to them. They're, they're going to look out for you. They're great people. They got big hearts. They love to help people. So all that being said, uh, rate and review the show on Apple, on Spotify. Let's crack back into it. So let me ask you this question because I ask this question a lot to people. And by the way, I'm actually letting this go a little bit longer than normal because Nate is just killing it. So um, my, my question to you is what's more important at this stage in your life, right? Because things different, we're always in different seasons when it comes to uh, our life, right? Uh, I think I'm in a season of, of transformation. But, and the reason why I say that is because at this season, what's more important to you right now, transformation or, or, or achievement? at this stage oh my gosh it's it's transformation it's transformation achievement is a byproduct of transformation you know if you know how you ever hear in dating right you can only you can like only date a few levels up above who you are right so it's kind of like it's the same thing in business right i've noticed that my business grows every time i transform every time i level up my business becomes a reflection of that. And so, man, I just, I just, that's part of the fall in love. And I get this from my, my buddy, Jeff Lavin, but he always saying, always reminding us in the AOA, fall in love with Mary, uh, you know, date the, the journey, not the destination. And achievement is a destination. Transformation is a journey. And if you fall in love with transformation, the achievement will come. Wow, I love that. I love that answer because I've I've asked that question. I get I get very interesting responses. Like I've had, I've had people say, honestly, I'm I'm working towards both because you know there's people that are working towards both, or that's awesome too. I think that right now, I'm I'm, I'm I want to focus on transformation, but as far as the achievement, what's happening is as I'm getting achieving certain accolades, right? Uh, I, I say this a lot too. I say it's a uh, it's much appreciated to be recognized, but not expected because that's mm. how you stay humble, right? You should, you should appreciate it. Say thank you, but don't expect to be recognized because like you said, you could fall in love. Like I have an addiction, an approval addiction. One of my mm. love languages is words of affirmation. So even though I love to hear these words of affirmation, I have to be very, very cognizant of Wow, people can manipulate you with that. You know what I'm saying? People could tell you, hey, Elder, you're doing great. You're doing great. I'm like, oh, this person's a friend of mine, right? And that could be a, a like you said earlier, you got to be very, very cognizant of, of, of boundaries, boundaries. And one of the boundaries I put on myself is don't, don't, don't get too high with the highs or too low with the lows. Um, Bro, say that again. Yeah, you don't want to get too high with the highs or get too low with the lows. Um, <sighs> My my goal learning right that now. I've been learning that's a that's a hard lesson to learn because you because you learn that from the swings and go man and you learn listen what, what, just real quick I call that you know you ever experienced the day after perfect that day where you do everything right you accomplish a month's worth of stuff in one day and everything's on fire and the next day because you at the end of the day you're like I did it I did it the next day you can't do shit you know what I mean you can't get up you can't do nothing and you and it's and it leads into like three days of hell that's the problem with riding that high like you did it it's cool but that may be that may you know so anyway i just i love that man I, well I love let me what amplify what you just said thank you and and okay so i'm actually people don't realize this i'm actually technically more of an introvert to be honest with you right and i had to realize because i would uh when i was when i was a kid i was in performing arts i performed for a show I prepare all day. I would rest, get know my lines, know my script or know my music or whatever. And then after the event, I would feel very negative about it. Right. I wouldn't want to talk to anybody. I, I actually wouldn't. My nerves wouldn't kick in until after the event because it's done now. Mm -hmm. Right. I put my nerves to the back. 
And I found the reason why is because I'm like a Zoom type person. Like I put a lot of energy out. Like, for example, I'm doing two podcasts today. After the second podcast is done, I may not do much the rest of the day because my energy just kind of goes down. So we have to be very cognizant of, and by the way, guys, stay with us because we're going to get to that. I've been teasing it. So we're going to get to that. So oh, it's um, worth waiting for. Worth waiting for. And and I had to be cognizant of that because if you get too high with the highs, like the high of performing has always been something I've always enjoyed. But then I would just like, I would dump, like I, my whole energy would dump. And I'm like, why am I so up and down with it? But when you become aware of it, it's still, a, it's going to happen to you physically, but it doesn't have to happen to you spiritually or emotionally. You're aware mm. of what's going on. And I know I had to train myself. So what I would do is I'd say, all right, what would LJ do if he wasn't so burnt out? How would he, how would you address this person if you weren't so burnt out or tired or, which i don't use those words as much as i used to because those words words are powerful but um just if i wasn't so quote unquote burnt out or tired which uh, i'm trying to get rid of those words but i'm just using it for this analogy this example how would i drained. treat this person? Yeah, drained. Drained. yeah yeah if if your battery's on e right because we tend when you're hungry or you're tired you treat people differently right? Because you're just not in your... And so I had to like train myself, okay, after the event, let me just almost kind of pretend like I'm not just totally like not interested because it's like, mm. it's like um, you can, you can, you can burn bridges that you didn't really mean to. You could be more stern than you normally Ooh. would. You could, you could do Ooh. things that you would be out of character, be like, wow, that guy was a freaking asshole last night. It's like, yeah, but he kind of had a reason. But it's up to us, like I said, too high to high to kind of got to be steady Eddie, got to be consistent in your in your emotional control. I was getting frustrated. My, my my lady and I are both in the military and she was deployed for like nine months. When she came back, the transitional portion of it, I'm talking about this, this is me with you guys. We were having some issues in the relationship because we're transitioning and I had to remind myself, hey, you're emotionally not all there right now. Because she's been mm. gone for nine months. You've been single for nine, quote unquote, single for nine months, right? You haven't been with anybody. And if you get upset with how this person's reacting to you right now, you're going to blow this whole thing up. Mm. And you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing about that too, is how much easier it is it to be on point, totally appreciative and present when somebody's away and you get that short period of time to, to, to focus on them, to be with them. You know what I mean? And it's like golden, you know what I mean? And then, and all of a sudden you're living together again and you can't be on point 24 seven. And so they may feel like, don't you still care about me the way you did? Don't you? And so also communicating that I think, I think that sometimes you can't shift. I, you know, I am on or off. Like, like you know, and most people see me on. And then, you know, if you're hanging out with me, there's going to be an hour or two where I just don't want to talk. I don't want to do anything. I got to I gotta communicate that, right? That's part of boundaries is communicating them so that people can accept them, right? It, it is, you, you don't have to do that. You can just set the boundary and anybody who doesn't like it can deal with it. But I think it's good to communicate that boundary to the people that are most important to you. So <clears throat> understanding that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm realizing this about myself, right? Right now, right? I, I I became aware that I have this habit or this thing that I do. So I just want to let you know. And if you're offended by it, please let me know. Sometimes I don't even know I'm doing it. Um, I tell people, listen, if I don't if I don't contact you outside of clubhouse, it's like I like everyone to come and be able to give all my energy then. And then like when I'm done, I I just I just don't. And so it's like it's not that I'm not thinking about you. It's not that I don't come into clubhouse a week later and see what see all the things I've thought about you in that time period. You'll know. But I let people know that doesn't mean I don't care. It's just kind of how I operate. You know what I mean? If you get a text once a month, like consider yourselves one of the top people that I've ever known because I do it right. But it's that's, that may be an exaggeration, but I'm just saying the more you communicate how you operate, those that won't accept it aren't supposed to be in your life anyway. A hundred percent. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that's all I'm going to say. That's all. They're not supposed to be because those who honor you and respect you, you want to surround yourself with the people that are going to honor you, respect you and level and help you level up. And like I said, sometimes they can't while it's making them uncomfortable. But if you get to that phase and they won't be, they won't allow you to be that. They keep telling you who you were six months, a year ago, three years ago. And remember when you did this? No, I don't actually, because that wasn't me. You know what I mean? So, so 
when you set those boundaries, mm, it also helps you understand, you know what I mean, who can fit in where as you communicate those. You got to be comfortable too with with being uncomfortable mm. with people. And I think that when um when I get to a certain point, I don't want to get to a point where I'm just like I don't want to make ultim uh, an ultimatum with people that I'm I'm close mm. with. I I want everything to be mutual, like respect, appreciation. And we're talking about this because it 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 could pull off over the way you handle relationships. I, I had a friend of mine, he, he's a, a Taylor May speaks on Clubhouse and he helps people with toxic relationships, getting out of them. Right. But what I've found is that when people hear that, they think of uh, romantic relationships, but it doesn't have to necessarily just be that you, the way you deal with relationships and connecting and communicating with people, it's going to pull over into other things. I remember I, I was told many years ago, I was like, you can't be a piece of shit at work for eight hours a day and then be a loving father and and, 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 and husband to your wife when you get off of work. It just doesn't. And how many times is that flip too? Where you're on yes. point, you're nice to everybody at work. You're you're great to everybody at work. You get home and, and all your energy's up and, and you start. You, so I'm gonna say too, because you're saying when I, what you're saying is brilliant about you think about it as romantic relationships, but it's also your client relationships. You get to choose who you work for. Like I said in the beginning, I work for a lot of different industries, but the people I'm passionate about helping, I know that when when people are stepping into and trying to help other people, I love those people. I love helping those people, and so I, then I find the ones that that fit with me, and it's amazing. But sometimes you're serving because it's the, the most lucrative thing you could do and you're hating it. And you're like, man, these people are abusive to me. They're not treating me right. They're not doing, man, you need to find you some different clients. Like you get to choose who you do your work for. Love that. So let's, let's say guys, so real quick, before we crack into the, the main event, as we're kind of, we're on the home stretch here, I see Nate's giving you guys all of it, man. He's losing his voice, dog. So <laughs> Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to the show, Build a Bootcamp Podcast. And I, I, as always, share this show with three of your close personal friends that are entrepreneurial minded. We want to inspire them to start their own business. And guess what? They can listen to the show completely free on Spotify and Apple. And if you're getting any value out of this podcast, I encourage you. I highly recommend that you rate and review the show because it helps other people see the value of the show. So, Nate, without any further ado, let's break this thing all the way down, brother. Go ahead. Oh my gosh. So this guys, this is one of my favorite, favorite things. And uh, if people on IG, you're going to get cut off in a minute and 30. You're not even going to hear the whole thing. So you're going to need to jump over to Spotify, Apple podcast and listen to this because it's about to be awesome. All yeah, right. They can so check out the, live, the live stream is on, is on LinkedIn. So follow LJ Haywood on LinkedIn. You can watch the live stream right now. So all right, you, you've heard, everyone here has heard that term, like somebody built a wall around their heart. You, have, you, have you heard that, LJ? Right, yeah. like somebody gets hurt and they build a wall around their heart. Well, the way I look at it is like this. Every time you, you get some pain, you get a brick to the wall, right? And, and so we, we've heard this like, oh, you know, somebody fell in love, got their heart broken, they built a wall around their heart. Well, every time you feel pain, you get a brick. And the more disappointment, attached to that that pain the more bricks you get so like if you were in high school and you dated the school player and they cheated on you you're hurt because they cheat on you but you kind of knew it might come right but if you were dating your true love and the person that you were going to be with forever and they cheat on you the amount of disappointment is so much higher you build a whole dang wall with that one person right because you're like man that hurts so bad so pain and disappointment adds more bricks to the wall now if you're like most adults that i know you don't just have a wall you have an entire castle that you've built because you've had so many different things that have disappointed you. You've had so many things that you were expecting to work out that didn't work out. And for every one of these areas that you've tried multiple times, you built a separate wing of the castle. So wow. every time you you had a, you found a new way to lose weight or get fit and it didn't work, you added to that wing of the castle. Every time you tried to get a good relationship and it didn't work, that, that has its own wing of the castle, right? And and we're building this castle to protect ourselves from pain and disappointment, to lock it out. But the problem is it doesn't lock it out, right? Like we're creating our comfort zone, but inside that comfort zone is all the pain and disappointment. And so 
the comfort zone is actually also the prison, right? That we're trapped in. But but what happens? Do we do we like we have this wall and we we can push a lot of people away? We can make sure a lot of people don't get in. But sometimes people still do. And so inside of that castle, we've got a dragon. I call that dragon your inner asshole. And the dragon's job is to keep you safe, is, is to protect that pain and disappointment that's inside there from getting poked and prodded because that hurts so much. But the way that the dragon goes about it isn't always the nicest way. The, the dragon reminds you of your fault in the things that didn't work. I mean, yeah, the diet program was shitty, but like you're the dude who couldn't follow it or you're the girl who couldn't do it. And they don't even use the language that nice, do they? Like the inner asshole will be like, uh, you know you're just gonna fuck it up again. Like, you know that's coming, so why are you even gonna try? <laughs> right. and, and and you're like, man, and so it's, again, it's there to keep you safe, right? It's there so that that pain and disappointment that you got all these walls and wings doesn't get poked again. Right. And if that sounds familiar, if you're like, yeah, like I totally get that. I felt that I've got that. That's what each and every one of your clients has as well. And they got a wing for whatever it is you help them do. I mean, you don't think there's a wing for how to market your business and, and sell more stuff and get your message out in front of more people. There's so many people that make bold, huge promises that could never be achieved that it's going to, that there's no way people don't. And so we need to understand like, and the thing is, you can't actually attack the castle. If you attack the castle, so here's one of my one of my uh, examples I was talking about with my ex. She did Atkins probably three times, right? And every time she lost a bunch of weight, but then more came back. And and so now, if you tell her like, "Hey, you want to do Atkins?" She's like, "I mean, do I need to lose weight for an event, or am I trying to lose weight long term? Because if I'm just trying to lose weight for for a wedding, I'll do Atkins, but like it doesn't work past that." And if you tell her. No, nah, that's just because you did it wrong. That's just because you don't get it. Like, actually, uh, you, you, they're going to be like, now all of a sudden, the castle, they're not going to open up the gates. They're going to be like, bring in the tar, bring in the archers. Fuck this dude down here telling me that I couldn't do it, that it's my problem. Right? And and so you can't come where you say, I got a better way to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I know how to. And it's like, no, nah, I heard that too. You know what I mean? Come a little closer. You know what I mean? Then you drop the tar on them. Like, no, nah, dude, you're, you're not. So you cannot bypass the the critical defense systems by by attacking or telling them they're wrong or telling them anything about that that thing that they try doesn't work for them and that's what they're going to believe that's also in marketing in business new is always better than better right so if you came and said you know what i totally get it you know what i mean i tried atkins four times i kept get, gaining weight and it's a good thing old atkins slipped and bumped his head you know what i mean because he was lying to people you know i mean that's aggressive when i'm just we're joking here. right but, but you say you know what i'm saying you like you, you get in there and you and you get on their level about the frustration the aggression that they had and you're like man i know it sucks doesn't it that's why i got this thing called keto you know what I mean? It's totally different. It's not. It's the same damn thing, but it has a new name. It's new. New is always better than better because then we're like, hmm, maybe this thing I've never heard of works. I'm not sure I believe you, right? Well, so that's where our stories come in. You, If you could soothe that dragon to sleep with a nice tail and get it to put its head down, then you could talk to the pain and disappointment. You could talk to the thing you're trying to free up and release so they don't have to have it trapped in their castle anymore, right? Your job is to free them from the castle. That's what you're trying to do in business. They don't even know a lot of times they're locked up in this wing that, they're, that their heart is in the tower. They, they don't know that, right? And so your job is to set them free. And so that's what, right? So that's where stories come in. We also, we don't have time for it. That's, we have the five phases of freedom, right? There's five steps to help lead people out. We can get on that either another podcast or come hang out at the I AOA love Center. It. No, you got it. You got to go to the AOA Center, dog. That's you gotta right. go. Let me, let me show them one more time. Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. Yeah, no. So, and so that's, and so like what, you know, the five phases of freedom will help them escape, right? But, but if you're understanding this, right, th this is the challenge that we have. And, and people, again, since they don't know they're locked in that castle, we need to get them to invite that, invite us in. And then we got to get them to, to take apart that wing of the castle. The beautiful part is that once they take apart that wing of the castle, they've got all these extra bricks, right? And they can lay down those bricks 
as a pathway to the solution that set them free. That happens to be you and your business, right? And as they tell that story of I was trapped, I was I was locked up in this castle. I had no idea that this was possible. They're going to lead them to your products and services. So the more people you save from the castle, the more your business is going to grow, the better you're going to feel about yourself. And, and if I can help you do that in any way, right, reach out to me, hang out, come to the AOA.center, come to Instagram at AOA underscore growth underscore squad. However, I can help you help other people level up in life and business because the truth is, like I started, on one hand, there's people that desperately need the help and they may not even know they need the help. And on the other hand, you've got these skills and abilities that you've acquired through life. You've got this, this, this element of authentic awesome from your periodic table, this combination of skills and superhero strengths that you can bring to the bear and, and for whatever reason are not connecting. So tell your stories. Talk about your why. <laughs> Talk about what it is that motivates you, that gets you so passionate to help people. And then I'll say this. This is my little poem that I came up with the other day. Tell your tale until you're tired of telling it and then tell it 10 times more because most people have no idea what you have in store. The truth is you're marketing to a moving parade and most of us have no idea the impact your products, services, and programs have made. And so that's what I'm saying. It, before this message starts to get a bore, right? Just tell your story until you're tired of telling it and then tell it 10 times more. And I don't mean the number 10, I mean 10x because we don't, we need to hear it in different angles. You're planting the seed the first time you hear it, then you got to water it. You got to nurture it because your story has the power to let you into the castle, to get people to open up the gate and dismantle the wing of the castle that has them trapped. So you can free them from that pain and that disappointment and show them the life that you've learned, that you've been able to discover on your pathway and help free them. So that's it. That's a castle critical doubt. And uh, yeah, man, what'd you think? I love it, dog. That is a great, great <laughs> job, man. Awesome. So listen, guys, as I said before, uh, share this podcast with three or four friends. I want to thank Nate. Uh, write, rate and review. I mean, you got a lot of value out of this podcast. I mean, we went over a lot of great things. If you want to learn more about Nate, obviously, uh, we've got it right here. I want you to head on over to AOA.center, support Nathan and his movement. Uh, join the movement. Collaboration is one of the things that this guy is is, is, a, is a pro at. He loves to amplify other entrepreneurs. And by the way, uh, Nate, as it relates to maybe the periodic table of awesomeness, uh, of, of authentic awesome, uh, or whatever we talk about today, what would you like to leave our our, our guests with? I love to leave because I I, I'm, uh, I love to leave uh, our audience with the, uh, my guests with the last word. So as it relates to this, uh, what would you like to leave us with, sir? I'm a I'm gonna leave you with this. It is time. There's no time like the present to step in. To, your, to the next level of your highest and best purpose. Because more than ever, the world needs you to be the gift that only you can be. And so one thing we say is, what are we doing today in the AOA? The same thing we do every day. Try and make over the world. So go out, do your part, fill the hole in the universe that only you can fill. Because there's people that need you. And even if they don't know it yet, it's your job to give your gift away and help them in any way you can. That's it, man.